The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on channel 1519 Charter Cable in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV, channel 15.3, and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cleve for 98 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, since wherever you are in the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Serving the Lord brings wondrous changes to the life of the spirit-filled believer. The joy one feels with Jesus brings out the best not only in one's behavior and attitude, but also in others. Many feel there's nothing better than living the life Jesus wants us to live. They may feel there is nothing better. However, the highest achievement for the spirit-filled believer is to live forever with the Savior. 
That should be the ultimate goal, to be with Jesus in heaven. Can you imagine the change then? The Apostolic Faith Church Choir will sing the empowering song entitled, We Shall Be Changed, accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and yours truly on the organ. Please sing along with the choir as the words appear on your screen. We shall be changed, be changed in the moment. We shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. are the members of the Apostolic Faith Church Band. Under my direction, the band will play for the Lord and for you the song titled, To Cross a River.
love of the Savior, the believer is able to overcome the trials and tribulations of the world. Our soloist for today is Seneca Rose Hahn, and she will showcase her love for the Lord with her rendition of the beautiful number entitled, In His Love. Seneca Rose will be accompanied by myself on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Ebbing on the bass, Trusty Associate Pastor Evans Broad Sr. on the guitar, and Iris Locke on the drums. to be 
Yes, Saints and TV viewers, with all the savers of love, we are guaranteed to struggle in this devil-may-care world. And only the water-washed, spirit-filled believer will know the true love of the Lord. Thank you, Seneca. Now, singing their second number for today will be the church choir, and they excitedly await to sing the lively melody entitled, He Made a Way. This number will also feature Seneca Rose Han playing the bassoon. Kapuni, our instrumentalist for this morning, will play for you on her auto harp, the number entitled, A Shelter in a Time of Storm, praising the love and refuge, Jesus Christ.
Thank you, Punahele. You have heard the various talents of the choir, band, solo, instrumentalists, all giving praise and testimony of the love of the Lord and what He can do for you. Well, the vocal group known as the Saints in Harmony is no different. The Saints in Harmony will continue the testimony of the strength, mercy, and love of the Heavenly Father. With joy and gratitude, they bring the musical portion of the program to a close by singing the glory song entitled, Preach the Foursquare Gospel. The Saints in Harmony will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. Today's number is dedicated to Nola Riley Omolokai. May the Lord bless you, pressed down and overflowing in this life and that to come. Have a wonderful Sunday. Four square we stand for the living
gospel, the four square gospel, clear let the four square message ring. Jesus, holy Savior, baptizer and healer, Jesus, the coming King. Preach the four square gospel, the four square gospel, clear let the four square message ring. the Lord and good morning everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda and I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience especially if you plan to visit or reside in California that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV channel 13 in San Diego from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Channel 1519 Charter Cable in Los Angeles from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV channel 15.3 and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO 20, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in the state of Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanaka Kaimolkai, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal of Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to turn our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. 
Today's telecast viewers, I have an urgent plea for you. I simply want to say it's time to come out of the world. This is no time to be compromising with sin. These are such perilous times in which we live, with violence and aggression in our so-called own backyards, and such sordid events occurring as drive-by shootings in residential areas, public parks, resulting in deaths and injuries, as well as fatal and horrendous terroristic bombings. Our only recourse is to depend on Jesus to make all crooked paths straight and to protect us with his precious blood and name. Thus, I invite you to partake of today's TV sermon entitled, Obey Your Parents in the Lord. Today's message is dedicated to all of the children, teenagers, and young people throughout the world. Exodus 20, 12 instructs us, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The relationships of a man are in two directions. He owes an obligation to God and an obligation to man. While we would all admit that our obligations to God are more important, we must also realize that a man has not done his full duty until he has discharged his obligations to both God and man. If we are already right in our relationship with God, we should make adjustments in our lives so that we can fulfill our obligations to mankind. The first four commandments concern our relationship with God. The fifth commandment marks a turning point, while the last six commandments speak of our relationship with others. If we keep the first four commandments truly and sincerely, it will not be difficult to keep the last six. When your hearts are right toward God, we will not commit adultery, we will not steal, we will not bear a false witness, and we will not covet. These last six commandments are called the pillars, which hold up the social order of the world. The Ten Commandments are not just laws, they represent love. The first four tell us to love God above all all. The final six tells us to love other people as we love ourselves. The fifth commandment tells us to love and honor our parents. Among all the people of the world, our parents are the first ones whom we meet. Yes, God put each commandment in its right order and place. Before we can love and respect strangers, we must learn to love and respect our parents. Honor thy father and thy mother. God instructs us of our duties toward him, and he begins with the family. He tells us how sons and daughters should treat their mothers and fathers. The family is a divine institution, as Paul tells us in Ephesians 3.15, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. When the home decays, the church decays, and the state decay. The home decays when the relationship between the children and their parents is not right. We honor our parents by showing them proper respect and reverence. We should never refer to them as the old man or the old lady. We will never be able to repay the obligation we owe our parents, even if we were to devote our entire lives to making them happy. Years ago, the average American child wouldn't have dared to raise his voice against his parents. Today, it is common practice. Youngsters call 911 with complaints of being grounded, abused, or for other minor reasons. Can you even begin to imagine what we owe our parents? We're obligated to them for life itself. 
they gave us life. They brought us into this world. Their blood flows through our veins. They gave us love. Because God loved us and gave his son to die for us, he expects and demands our gratitude. There's nothing in the world like God's love, except the love of a father and mother for their child or children. Think of the sacrifices they had to make for us. Therefore, we ought to say and do things while there is still time to show our appreciation for the love and sacrifices. The Bible is very strong on the matter of honoring parents. Listen to Exodus 21, 15 and 17. And he that smited his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. And he that cursed his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. What God is saying, young people, is that if you curse or strike any one of your parents, you deserve to be put to death. Thus we find that this command to honor our parents is the foundation of Christian duty, decency, and morality. Jacob had a son named Joseph. Because of the jealousy of his brothers, Joseph was lost to Jacob for many years. The time arrived when Joseph became the greatest man in Egypt. Hearing that his father was alive, he brought his father and all the members of his family into Egypt and cared for them as long as they lived. Would you rather be in Absalom, breaking your father's heart and taking him in sorrow to his grave, or would you rather be a Joseph, loving your father and filling his last days with happiness and pride? Honor thy father and mother. We honor our parents by obeying them. Paul said in Romans 13:1, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. This is true of all authority, whether it be in the home or in the church. God is the absolute sovereign, but he endowed man with some sovereignty. This is true of parents. He clothes them with authority. Our parents are God's representatives. We have no more right to disobey our parents then we have to disobey God. We read Ephesians 6, 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Today, many children say, parents, obey your children, or we will call the authorities to come and fetch you. I used to say to my children, you may do some things that are wrong because you don't know any better. But when you disobey my command, always I will punish you. Disobedience to parents leads to crime, as we are witnessing today. Murders, alcoholism, the drug abuse, violence, rapes, and so forth. The biggest business in America and the world today is the crime business. And the majority of criminals come from homes where no discipline was known. Parents, you are doing the worst thing you can ever do for your children when you don't enforce obedience. Children. You do not like this discipline now, but someday you will thank God that your parents made you obey. Jesus was a role model of disobedience to parents. He was the only sinless child born. He never did anything wrong. His mother was Mary, and his false father was Joseph. They were simply human beings, sinners like us all. Nevertheless, 
Jesus was always obedient and kind to them. When Jesus was 12, he went to the temple in Jerusalem. There he confounded the great religious leaders of his day with his spiritual knowledge. And when his mother found him there, she began to rebuke him. His response is found in Luke 2, 49. And he said unto them, How is it that he sought me? Was he not that I must be about my father's business? And what was his father's business? It was to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. As a son of God, he was about his father's business. As a son of Mary, he was obedient to her and returned home with her. We now read verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. We honor our parents by caring for them in their time of need. One of the most serious problems of the day is what to do with people when they become old and helpless. Love is the theme of Christianity, and charity begins at home. Sometimes the elderly are irritable and grouchy, but it's still the duty of children to care for them. Jesus found the rule of Corbin among the Jews. If a man wanted to be rid of his responsibility for his aged parent, all he had to say was, it is Corbin. Listen to Mark 7, 11. But he say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corbin, that is to say a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, ye shall be free. Jesus rebuked these religious leaders who taught this principle. He said that they dishonored God and made his word of none effect. Listen to 1 Timothy 5, 8. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he had denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Our parents loved us in spite of our faults. We should feel the same way about them, especially when they grow old. Jesus, while on the cross, provided for his mother and again set an example for us. As true born-again Christians, we must take care of our parents. However, if the parents expect to be honored, they must be worthy of honor. Parents, you can't deceive your children. They know what you are. You must be an example and role model. You must do to win. What must you do to win their honor? Parents, you must live for Jesus Christ. What were those qualities in your father and mother which held your honor and respect? What was it that brought your soul to its knees as you thought of them? It was not the beauty of your mother or the brilliance of your father, but their genuine Christian love. Parents must lead their children to Jesus. You want your children to have good physical health, but what about spiritual health? You call the doctor when your child is sick? Do you pray when they are spiritually sick? I hope so. Are you doing anything to save them from spiritual death? The Bible tells us in Ephesians 6, 4, and ye fathers, and his mothers also, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. This means taking them to church and Sunday school. It means leading them to Jesus 
when they attain the age of accountability. Listen to Proverbs 22.6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Sorry to say, many parents today build upon the things of the world. They give them time and attention to the clubs and organizations of the world, and soon the world comes in and destroys their children. Listen to 2 Timothy 2.4. No man that warreth entangleth himself with affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Love not the world. Do not give first place in your affections and interests to anything that belongs only to the world. That is the world system that we can see or to the age in which we live to worldly amusements and habits which do not glorify God. Choose rather that which will abide forever. Therefore, parents, build on Jesus, build on prayer, and build on the Bible and the church. Then you will be worthy of the honor of your children. God has promised eternal life to those who stand and endure unto the end. For he that overcometh and endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. Our telecast ministry is designed to fulfill one purpose, to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God, that souls might come to repentance and salvation. The invitation is given to all races, cultures, gender, and age. The gospel of Jesus Christ has brought life and immortality to our knowledge Simply put, the gospel is good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. And I might add, very soon. Reading John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. In verse 7, Jesus emphasizes the point, ye must be born again. This is the true meaning of the term born again. It involves hearing and believing the gospel, calling upon his name in water, baptism, being filled with the Holy Ghost as evidenced by speaking in an unknown tongue. Let us turn to read Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. What is repentance? Paul defines repentance as godly sorrow for sin in 2 Corinthians. What does remission mean? It means to pardon, to forgive. The psalmist David tells us in Psalms 103 and the 12 verse, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Why is baptism necessary? It is essential because as Peter tells us, it is an answer of a good conscience towards God. Let us turn to Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men 
whereby we must be saved. The water baptism, the apostles, Peter and Paul, speak of our one in the same. How can they preach anything else unless it was given of God? Both of them were baptized and experienced the Holy Ghost by speaking in an unknown tongue. Have you experienced the presence of God through the baptism in Jesus' name and through the Holy Ghost? The experience is not something ancient, nor is it something of the new age. Paul made it very clear as you read in Galatians 1.8, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Yes, TV viewers, you believe in Jesus being the Son of God. I encourage you to think seriously on these scriptures. Now let's continue with our message. The children of Israel marched to the promised land. God promised them that they could remain there forever. But in order to enjoy this rich heritage of grace, it was necessary for them to walk in obedience, both before God and his representatives, their parents. Do you want to have a great, strong nation, blessed of God? Then we must have children who honor and obey their parents. This is what God meant in his promise. The right kind of children will become the right kind of citizens. Our nation's security depends not upon our military might, but upon the character of its people. Young people, have you fallen short of honoring your parents? Well, there is forgiveness for you. Come to church and confess your sins to God. Then go out to reconcile with your parents. The best way for us to make our parents happy is to live the life. Or may God help us to live so that when we meet our mothers and fathers in paradise, we shall be able to say, I lived every day for your Savior and mine. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. And now I call upon the faithful band members to close today's program with their rendition of the number entitled, Looking for That Blessed Hope.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.